You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Marin After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Marin After Show. Hello! Marin fans, welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Marin After Show. Talking about season two, episode thirteen, the season finale, Desert Road Trip. I'm Matt Lieberman, and the whole panel's here this week. JD yeah, Zimmerman's here. here. Hello. Steve Kaufman's here. Good to see you guys. And the bad boy of indie comedy, Hi. Jesse Klein, is here. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm just going to say right off the bat, I think this is my favorite episode of the show. It was my, such a fun too. episode. Yeah. yeah, Definitely this season. Yeah. Um, you got to go out on a high note. You got to go yeah, out this on a high note. Yeah. I, I like just like established characters from the show that they like established earlier in the season. And then uh, like seeing him play together in a sandbox. Yeah, you know, like it. it he has such great rapport with uh, with Andy Kindler and yeah. uh, and with uh, with Dave Anthony. Yeah, uh, and even with Eddie Pepitone, who like isn't a, an established player in this universe. Yeah. I'm actually really bummed that he died because he fit in so well. He really yeah, did. He, he he had such a fun character, Stu Carbone. <laughs> Stu Carbone. Oh, Stu Carbone. Very anti-sconces. Yeah, <laughs> so anti uh, Actually, I want to go around. Uh, does anyone on this panel know what a sconce is? Uh, I could guess. A, a sconce is like a, like a wall light that kind of projects light upward. Okay. It's like it looks like a glass thing. They're usually like seashell shaped or like just kind of like like a piece of terracotta. They're just kind of rounded outward and the light goes up, sometimes up and down. See, I think a sconce is like uh, a breakfast thing that you can get. You can have it like the, That's a scone. That, that is a scone. I think a scone is a type of light that you would use <laughs> to uh, or maybe have that disease where you mix sconce and scone. Yeah. Oh, Perhaps. you have scones oh, disease? I have scones <laughs> disease, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, well, yeah, the more you know. I'm yeah. glad we cleared that up. Sure, uh, yeah. really. But it was just, it was a really fun episode. I like seeing all these guys play together. And yeah. uh, I'm trying to remember where it was. And maybe it was on, like, it was, I think it might have been on a live episode of uh, a live episode of WTF uh, where Dave Anthony was one of the panelists. I think it was the one from like from Bumbershoot or something. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, you know, the way we work in this writer's room, you know, he's just kind of like, you know, like we may not get another shot. Let's just, just do it. And I think that this was like an episode like that where it's just like, you know, let's just have fun and have these yeah. guys together and have them face death together and how the three of them would react to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also have Mark... Mark on the show faced this moment that I imagine you know happened to Mark in real life, maybe before or right right around when he got offered to do this show, uh, which was like, oh man, like I've reached like a level of success now. I don't can have I to start fight. right? Can yeah, I start like, to relax? Yeah, uh, that's a rough place because mm-hmm. you is. can't ever think you're. You can't ever think you settle down because then you'll just get complacent. Yeah, you can't you can't let go of that hunger. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of this episode was about was Mark because I mean the episode begins with him getting a car 
yeah. him talking about how he doesn't feel like he deserves a car. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Mark was complacent, mm-hmm. even though it's what it. What it's they he think, felt like he didn't deserve a car. Yeah, was, and that, that he didn't really think he'd accomplished anything. And it's like him convincing himself. I got named Comedian of the Year. Uh, my podcast was named Podcast of the Year. I'm right. doing Charlie Rose. Mm. But it's like, like it's not even like a super nice car. It's a Nissan Altima. Yeah. Nissan Altima. Yeah. And I'm surprised he <laughs> The didn't... vanilla ice cream of cars. Although, yeah, vanilla. <laughs> although one of my favorite tropes in the Myron series, him having a huge existential crisis to a complete stranger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who it's... has to listen to him. Yeah. Also, I mean, if he gets the new car, I mean, one of the big themes of this uh, season was Mark having to get rides from people and then not having a car of his own. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, How yeah. did he not so, have a car of his own he, I think he has a car he of his own. He just gets rides he, from people. He has had a car of his own. He just chooses not to he drive. He just chooses not to drive. Maybe this will change yeah. his mind. The Maybe. Altima is what turns it yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Altima spins them wheels. Getting that sweet oh, yeah. Alti. Yeah. 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 Although, like, he had, like, a Honda Insight before, mm. which, like, I mean, I That's don't know. That's a nice car. I would argue That's... it's a pretty nice car. Like, a Nissan Altima isn't that much of an upgrade, is it? It's a lateral move. Lateral move? I, th- I think it's a... Slightly more luxurious. Yeah, depending yeah, on who would like to sponsor our show. Yeah. yeah, I think it's going up. You get a Altima. I think it's a nice... Bumping up to the full it's a nice size. It's a nice saloon. It's a saloon? <laughs> a nice saloon car. Okay. <laughs> Four-door saloon. I... A Paul saloon? Paul Saloon. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's James. a Paul Zaloom joke for anyone yeah, who knows know. who Paul Zaloom is. Um, All right. So uh, Mark goes to the pet store, and uh, he he runs into an old comedy, uh, not friend. Pete. But, acquaintance. Yeah, Pete, an old yeah. comedy yeah. acquaintance who is retired from comedy and is bitter and is now running a pet store and is yeah. insulted that Mark would would think that he's not running this store that he might be working there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, you you what? Just cuz you're so successful? Like, uh I saw your piece in Rolling Stone or was that Stu who said that? Stu said that. Stu said yeah. that uh he was just talking about him as yeah. the other stuff. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, do you have that spa like that special cat food?" Yeah. And he's like, "No, but I could order it." Oh, you're still kind of some kind of fancy man. Oh, I'll get my assistant. I'll get my assistant to pick it up for oh, me. Oh, your assistant. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, I'll just I'll just pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of an intern. Anyway, it's it? yeah. like an intern. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he leaves the pet store. He goes to this like battle of the open micers or something. Yeah. Some kind of thing uh, with Dave and Andy. Speaking of Andy Kindler, real quick, did any of you guys listen to his keynote speech from just for, from uh, Montreal? This year? Uh, yeah. No, I did not hear it this it's year. It's really funny. Is it good? It's good. Andy Kindler yes. does a keynote speech every year from Just for Laughs or is it the Montreal? Uh, I think it's Just for Laughs. Yeah. Yeah, from Just for Laughs, and he does, like, the state of comedy Yeah, as a keynote speech where he basically just roasts every comedian and, like, <laughs> what what's popular in comedy, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. He had a, it's, he had a solid ten minutes on uh, Anthony uh, from uh, Opie and Anthony. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Only ten? Uh, well, I yeah. mean, maybe more. It was, like, an hour-long thing. Uh, and when things aren't working, <laughs> my favorite parts of it were just when things weren't working. Yeah, and he was just kind of like, "Ah, oh, this is it." That's but that's <laughs> just it. these. Are that's the his. That's that's Andy Kindler. Andy Kindler thrives on losing an audience. Yeah. that's like that's that's where he lives. Is he just does like corny jokes to lose an audience, and then turns them around with his genius. Right, like that's that's where he lives. So like this entire episode where he's trying to finish 
This a joke, terrible joke. <laughs> a joke that oh, Stu wrote so yeah. uh, is basically like a- how Andy Kindler like writes jokes is he just comes up with like the corniest lines and <laughs> you know what would be a good trick <laughs> having me me come at the same time as my, my wife, wife <laughs> and not waiting <laughs> for <laughs> yeah. Which is just is just an Andy Kinley joke. It's and great. not way before is what sells yeah, that yeah, joke. And yeah. not way before. <laughs> not yeah. way before. Yeah. Uh yeah, well seeing all like seeing everyone, including Eddie, who who like really lives like his style is kind of like making fun of a road comedian. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when you look at Eddie Pepitone he looks and like you a road hear guy. his voice, yeah. you're like, Oh, this guy's gonna be all dick jokes. Yeah. And he's not. He's like they call him the bitter Buddha. He's like <laughs> he's really like he he really like explores feelings and emotions and like the pain of being an older comedian. Yeah. And like just being on the side while all of his friends have made it big. Like he explores all of that kind of stuff. In his comedy, and so for having him play this character is basically Eddie Pepitone playing a joke version of himself. Yeah, and then Dave Anthony's Dave Anthony. Dave Anthony. <laughs> He's is a force of nature. Just awful. He's just a force of nature. <laughs> a force of really gross nature. Oh yeah, uh, I, I got a lot of his porn. He's got a great collection <laughs> oh, of black guy, black guy, black guy, white milf. How many guys? Not, Not enough. enough. Okay. Not enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so Stu, you know, comes over to Mark. He's like, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, why haven't you had me on the podcast? I sent you that email. Mark's like blowing him off. Uh, and, uh, you know, the other guys are like, take pity on him. Come on. Yeah. Let's go, let's go out to Canners with him. He's getting his bomber jacket. It's going to be cool for another five minutes. Yeah. Oh, bomber jackets. Yeah. I think bomber jackets are still cool. They're still cool if they fit you right. If they fit you right. If you don't look like a 12-year-old boy. Exactly. (laughs) In a bomber jacket. Um, And, uh, you know, Mark's just kind of, kind of past it. He's working on his, on, uh, going on Charlie Rose. Rose. He's gotta get a, he's gotta get a jacket. It's a big deal. Somewhere between, uh, Kermit Kermit. and, like, Yasser Arafat. (laughs) Or just a world leader. And And Kermit Kermit the Frog. Frog. Yeah, Andy Kindler giving a compliment insult. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he interviews other people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, those two. No, yeah. every set, night. Those uh, sets. Somewhere in between. Yeah. Uh, just want to rattle off the list of guests for the week. Um, <laughs> this uh, this Monday, we will be having uh, former President Bill Clinton, sure. followed uh, on Tuesday by Kermit the Frog. Okay. Hmm. Kermit the Frog will be returning for a retrospective on his previous <laughs> appearances on Wednesday. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Bum follow- Key Moon? Bum Key Moon? Followed by Bum Key Moon. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, and then Yasser Arafat. And then Friday will be Kermit the Frog. Uh, discussing doing the, an impression of Bill Clinton, doing an impression of Bill Clinton, <laughs> talking about the events in Gaza. Yeah, yeah. yes, magic. But yeah, this Kermit's is, a regular. This is in that the show. oddest after show that's <laughs> ever existed. Uh, the, the one we're doing right now is probably the, the most grounded the most we've tame had. We've yeah, had this is actually time. rather. Yeah, we've been yeah. gone. Bit now, heavy Steve, yet. you have been watching, keeping an eye on the chat roll yes, for I those have. people who are watching us live here on AfterBuzz the- TV. Yeah. If, it, if for those of you who aren't aware, people can watch us live at AfterBuzzTV.com. Literally AfterBuzzTV.com, and you click the thing that says Marin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can see what you're what you're listening and or uh-huh. watching to mm-hmm. right now while we're doing it live. So what's going on? What what's are, going what on are in people the chat saying? Rolls? Um, more Charlie Rose bits. I just just read that. Uh. More Charlie Rose. More, more Charlie, Charlie Rose. More Charlie Rose. I, I wish I had prepared my Charlie Rose impression. <laughs> I have my Kermit the Frog. I'm going to break that out later. Yeah. Um. Nothing? Jesse, no. you should read that one. What was it? Oh, uh, I mean, there's someone who wants us to take all our shirts off. I mean, 
I mean, all of you your shirts. Ask, ask and you shall receive. Oh, not even your secret shirts. Not even my Ooh, secret man. shirt. <laughs> well, well, if I can't take off my secret shirts, then what's the point? Yeah, I mean, yeah. True story. Um, so, uh, he's Mark interviews Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Uh, and mm. which actually is a great episode of WTF. Yeah, it uh, is a really good episode. Yeah. Uh, and Johnny brings a gun into the garage. <laughs> I, yeah, like, how yeah, long ago was that episode out? Uh, it was like February or March, yeah. maybe? Yeah, it was to promote Bad Grandpa. Well, actually, yeah. no, so then it was like October of last yeah, year. Yeah, it was like October, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Bad Grandpa was Christmas. No, it was October. No, it was, was it October? It was before it was, Christmas. It was October, yeah. Pre-Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Would you, you think that was just going to compete with all the Christmas movies? No, I... I was dating a girl at the time who really wanted to see Bad Grandpa, and I was like, ugh. Are you thinking of Bad Santa? Bad Grandpa's actually pretty good. No, I'm thinking of Bad Grandpa. Bad Grandpa was one of two things I got wrong on my most recent Oscar pool. Really? I thought really? it should. I thought it was going to win best makeup because it had to fool so many real people. Yeah, like it was best the best act- makeup. Also, that year. best supporting actress. Yeah. Yes. For Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who was in yeah. Bad Grandpa? You yeah. didn't. She was that good. She, that and that's the makeup. Yes. That's the makeup. She was. She was the little kid. Yeah. yeah. She was, <laughs> she that's the, the real. She's in everything. The so. Uh, Andy and Dave come up to Mark's house and they're like, hey, so uh, we need to go check in on Stu. We'd yeah. been texting since Canners and all of a sudden he stopped texting and like we had actually set up some things for him that actually might go well and he didn't show up. <laughs> it's like Dave had a had set him up with his manager. And he's like, really? You were you doing know, something nice for someone else? No, I just wanted to annoy my manager. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, he didn't show up. And he's living out in Redlands, which... It's an 80-minute drive to Hollywood. Just 80 minutes to Hollywood for your audition. 90 minutes, I'm in the room. Yeah, boom. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Oh, boy. I mean, number one, that's dreaming. It's it's 80 minutes from the valley to Hollywood. Well, but I think that's what they're they're saying, is that Redlands is so far away that the time to make it to your auditions in Hollywood is the same. Hmm. Like, that's the comparison they're making. I don't, mm. I don't know if their geography is right, mm. but I've had people say that before. That like people who live really far out and work in Los Angeles, they're like, if I have to be there at nine a.m., it just won't happen. But if I have to be there at eleven a.m., I can get there, no traffic. Oh, oh. I, okay. Oh, Steve Cobb. I like a man <laughs> who knows his times of <laughs> when to drive places. Yeah. I know. Oh. Steve, what if I want to make it to LAX from Van Nuys, California? <laughs> um, 20, mi- 20 minutes to an hour? Whoa! Somebody knows some times and distances. What time of day should he make that trip? Uh-huh. Um, late at night, if you could. Oh, Otherwise, late at night. Stuff I late you. at night. Ooh, crab <laughs> Calm down, calm down. <laughs> oh. So, I feel like that's an episode of uh, The Californians, like that SNL skit. Yeah, oh, yeah, just take a left on San Vicente. You take the floor five to the tower? Yeah, that's that's all I have for all right. California. Okay. My Californian accent's not very good. So they pile into, uh, I assume, Andy's car. Yeah, which like 
I, I was. It occurred to me halfway through the episode. I'm like, he got Mike a new car. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, and it felt like well, I feel it was the urgency. And I think christening. I think Andy. I mean, the, his character in this was so in love with the idea of a road trip. Oh man! Like, I think he like packed that car with snacks. <laughs> was like really excited. There was probably like I spy checklist. But they didn't pack it with snacks because they stopped by a, a gas station or a Seven Eleven. Oh, you don't think Dave Anthony ate through all the snacks oh, within he, the first? Yeah, he ate That's through true. them all before That's they got true. to Mars. <laughs> before they got to Mars, <laughs> and then exactly. he drank four quarts of sports drink. <laughs> yeah, sports and drink. Pissed in the back because he's yeah. a piss ninja. Yeah, he's <laughs> a pit. you can he never is. hear him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll just be sleeping, and it's like you'll wake up and be covered in piss. How did I not feel it? I yeah. was a piss ninja. I, at least I'm not dead. It's true. <laughs> From a real ninja. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And just be a little damp. The way Dave, uh, the way Dave was describing uh, Stu's dead body, oh, cock in hand. Cold cock in oh, hand. Oh, man. <laughs> cold, limp cock in hand. <laughs> His juices dripping <laughs> oh. on the floor. Oh, my God. Uh, I was just like a uh, uh, belt. Belt around the word yeah. I it was, yeah. it was for, that for a little bit. The word belt left my brain. Ugh. I couldn't. I couldn't come up with the word belt. It was that morbid talk that made me want to like maybe want them to just not find him. Yeah, yeah. like just the whole thing was just them driving around looking for his house. Yeah. Well, the thing but, is, like with Johnny Knoxville, they kind of uh, like they kind of uh, set up the suicide was going to be a theme because that's what Johnny Knoxville was talking about. Yeah, was like right. that he would. Like, he didn't think he would make it past 30. He thought he'd be dead. And he's like, well, Mark, you probably had a similar kind of experience where you thought you'd probably kill yourself if you didn't make it. Mm. And, like, I think there's, like, something to that where it is, like, comedians and artists in general, like, get so passionate about what they're doing that if they can't continue doing it, mm-hmm. like, it is it is kind of, like, a choice that people have to make. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very I, – I just – what I love about it is it's so incredibly – Raw and it is grounded in a real fear. Yeah, you know that no matter how successful you you get, one day you could still be in that trailer. That guy dead in that trailer. I mean, yeah. you not to like give anything away, but like at the end when it turns out that this you know mystical black man that he's talking to sure. is actually Isaac from the Love Boat. <laughs> yeah, uh, and other notable roles. <laughs> what of notable course. Roles? That's- no. Did he say other notable roles? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the <laughs> yeah um, other roles. But like, that's the thing is, no matter how successful you get, you could still wind up in a trailer in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, uh, you just know, 80 just, just eighty Hollywood. minutes away from Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, that's what's crazy though. I, I mean, how do you measure success? I feel like even. When money is money is yeah, just doing money. that, right? Money, but, I money mean, and broads, money, money and broads. <laughs> how much money is in broads? Exactly. Money, exactly. Broads and but cocaine. is there ever enough of both those things? No. no. Exactly. <laughs> no, there's not. Well, yeah, I mean, Mark, at this stage, is in magazines. Yeah. He's on talk shows. I would say Mark is successful only in the fact that he can do what he loves uh, and live comfortably. I mean, he's got a house. Mm-hmm. He's got a car. He gets to do the thing that he loves and is passionate about. He talks about it when he's talking to Isaac from The Love Boat about, <laughs> like, the sick thing that comedians have where it's like they have to do it yeah. and they have to be there and that they know that a very reasonable outcome and a lot of them will end up dead in that trailer by themselves. Yeah. 
And uh, Dave Anthony definitely will. Oh, Dave Anthony! No, Dave Anthony's gonna have like a billion kids. <laughs> oh, he's he gonna, probably, he, he, probably has already yeah, he probably yeah. he already does, but he's he gonna like, he's gonna be him. married to like uh, <laughs> a stripper. <laughs> I was just listening to a WTF with one of Dave Anthony's ex girlfriends. Which one? <laughs> Karen Kilgariff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was that. Just I was like, oh, someone dated him. Yeah, and, and, and uh, like guys, wanted to. Ted Lang was on Celebrity Fit Club. Ooh, oh. Isaac from the. He also did Ask Isaac on. Oh, that's just an advice column. He also did a oh. character named Blade. Where are you? What? Where he you was Blade. <laughs> no, a character Blade? named Blade. Oh, okay. in what? So not the vampire hunter. No. He's so Isaac is not the daywalker. Yes. Oh, exactly. no. He was, he was Henry f- Watson in, in a film named Blade. In uh, 1973. In Blade. 1973 Blade. version. Oh, okay. 1973 So Blade. back when Blade was still white. Was Blade ever white? Blade was white with really? blonde hair. I, I don't know, know which that. Blade this is. Wikipedia doesn't have a link for it. Yeah. I didn't know there was Wikipedia doesn't have a link for it. the daywalker Blade? Yeah, the daywalker Blade. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, well, so one thing I just I kind of want to bring up, and I don't know if you guys are aware of this idea. I, I first heard it from uh, from Miles Stroff, name drop. Yeah, not what, even what? really. But Let's talk about no, Miles that's Stroff. a name drop. Yeah. Uh, so he talked about something called the Big Five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, this episode reminded me of it. It's that no, no, uh, all great art is about one of the big five things mm. that affect all people. Yeah. And that's uh, it's uh, sex, religion, politics, social interactions, and death. Yeah. Um, and that all great art is about one or more of those things. So, like, I love that. Of course he, he wound up being dead and then having to really face the reality of, like, like Andy's like, he's my age. Yeah. That's got to be so scary. I mean, I don't know about you. The first, like, death of a peer yeah. is the most, like, confusing thing. Because it's just sort of like, this isn't supposed to be happening yet. Yeah. Like, you know, whether it's uh, through disease or accident or suicide or... It's like, it it changes how you view yourself and how you view everyone around you. Yeah. It's right. the same thing with marriage or having a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, those are also things that, like, when your peers start doing that, you're like, oh, man, what am I... What am I doing? What am I doing? Am right. I okay? I just <laughs> I just wrote something called Fart Submarine. Yeah. <laughs> Is that... <laughs> I just... <laughs> I just watched two episodes of Bang Bus and didn't even take out my dick. I just, just watched it for the story. <laughs> for the story. I just the wanted story? to see what she would do when she got dropped off. <laughs> well, where's she going? Where's she the going? thrift store? <laughs> you could go anywhere. You could go anywhere. <laughs> it's the bus. It's the bus. Oh. It's the, bus. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, I, the live audience really likes that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, live audience. <laughs> Delmont, get the more orange wedges. Yeah. Thank you. No, no Delmont, Ooh, the orange. orange wedges. It's right above you. you yeah. know, he's, Delmont. Not, he's not looking. He's not Things you're really looking up for Sapphire. <laughs> oh, she got in the ball. Oh, oh, Sapphire. <laughs> we'll check in with Sapphire in a Late. bit. Yeah. Uh, um, Love her as a guest. Yeah. So after they discover that Stu's dead, uh, first of all, Dave goes into the trailer. It's open. And he just walks in, and he's like in there for like a solid like 15 <laughs> seconds. And they're like, uh, Dave, what's going on in there, man? He's like. Nothing good. <laughs> Commercial break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they get in there and he's dead. He's hunched over. He was in the middle of writing a joke. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, I hate magicians. magicians. You know what would be a good trick? <laughs> no no punchline. Punch no punch so, line. like all of Stu's jokes. Yeah. Uh. 
You know, it would be a good trick. <laughs> Man. You know I mean, what I hate about lines at the bus stop? <laughs> <laughs> that's, wait, that's your punchline? Is starting a new setup? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually, that is my type five. Is it's, it's, the it's, all, it's setups. all setups. My new setups. hour is, is just going to be all setups. setups. Yeah, just a setup. And then one punchline that no. pays nope, off all nope, the No, it's the setups tour. You, it's just your, the setups tour. Your final <laughs> joke is like, Let's see what else is going on in the news. <laughs> and then it's black out yeah. the audience applauding. No, they won't. Politely. Oh, yeah. I'll be in the audience. I'll applaud. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Dave is like eating his food. Yeah. Um, vacuum sealed, man. A skin counts as a vacuum yeah. sealed. Oh, man. But then He's, he eats the, the entire grape. Yeah. He eats yeah. the like, seal. I don't think he was thinking that one through. Uh-uh. He, did. uh-uh. he doesn't care. He doesn't, he doesn't care about death germs. I think he's, no. And Andy is spending the entire time trying to complete the joke <laughs> and just doing Which, Andy Kindler yeah. style Andy jokes. Andy Kindler trying to complete that and joke. And I mean, at one point, Mark actually offers one up. Yeah. And it's actually a pretty solid... Well, it's a Mark yeah. Maron style joke. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what would be a good trick? Getting my dad to <laughs> notice me. Yeah. Oh, like, crushing. Uh, uh, that that's, fits his point of view. Yeah. That's his style. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> Dave, Dave puts on his long underwear. And his jacket. And his jacket. His bomber jacket his that bomber he was jacket. so excited about <laughs> yeah. the night before. Just, yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> He dials nine one one. Yeah, and they're like, "It'll take forty five minutes." Forty five minutes? What? Are you serious? Well, it's not a life or death situation. What? Oh, okay. It's just I a guess death I get situation. It's yeah. literally straight up yeah, a death just, situation. Just, and they have to hang out because they have to give their statements. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I actually know something a little bit about this. Where uh, I had a friend who lived in Portland, and part of his job was uh, moving dead bodies from houses. And uh, what they do to move dead bodies from houses is, like, they have paint vans. Like, vans that have, like, painting company names on the logos. So it doesn't bum people out that they're they're moving dead bodies. So, like, if there isn't an investigation on the body or, like, they don't need to give a statement, they just go and they bring the bodies and put them in the back of a paint van and then bring those to the morgue. That sounds that, incredibly whoa. corrupt. Yeah, you're gonna right? bum me. Out. I'm gonna be bummed out every time I see a paint van. Yeah. Now. Oh man, that paint so van like, is filled with bodies. So like, if you see a paint van and it's like 11 o'clock at night when no one's painting, what? There's no <laughs> night painting. There's no night painting. It's a well lit room. No, yeah. it's it's a dead body. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah. This pro- this broadcast <laughs> is brought to you by Stanton Brothers Night Painters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you want shoddy workmanship? Do you like interesting color patterns and paint patterns? Guaranteed to paint that shadow right off the wall. Yep. So why don't you come on down to Stanton Brothers Night Painting, where we'll paint at night and you can enjoy the results at night. Hours 11 to 7. Do you think their paint has a lifetime guarantee? Your paint has a lifetime guarantee at night. It has a nighttime guarantee. But once you're dead... It we don't guarantee it. We yeah. don't guarantee it. Yeah. Only when you're alive at night. <laughs> Stanton Brothers paint. Also, we'll also take you, your bodies away. <laughs> yeah. Also, we'll yeah. take care of bodies. Also, yeah. we do that too. Yeah. Paint doesn't have a warranty while you're asleep. Nope. All right. <laughs> you know, it's good business. You know, they're already traveling, doing that. You know, it's a good business practice. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, there also aren't paint supplies in those vans. It's a front. Like it's to. And so people aren't bummed out seeing vans that say, like, dead body inside. <laughs> well, like, we'll stop saying that on the van. You could just... Hey, Tony, maybe, like, come on. You something? could just be... 
a band, uh, an unmarked band. People are going to be really bummed out if they Could see that we're band. moving these bodies. <laughs> Yeah. We'll just go yeah, paint. Like, what are we going to put on the van? Oh, we'll, we'll use one of our shell companies. I don't know. <laughs> uh, a front, see? A, a masquerade. It's just, well, have you ever seen a coroner-marked car? Like, think about how many people in die. movies. Think about how many people die every day in Los Angeles. You haven't seen one body being moved. Right. It just seems like a lot of extra work for when they could well, like sometimes you, you an ambulance go come. with an unmarked van. It depends on the situation. An sometimes ambulance an ambulance will, will come and get you. Yeah, sometimes an ambulance will. An ambulance? I just thought about how many people die every day in Los Angeles. Millions. Well, this is a real... Not tracks. millions. Millions of people die not every day. Not millions. I guarantee you at least 17 million people die every day in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Just in Los Angeles? 17 yeah. to 25 million people die yeah. every day in it's Los Angeles. You keep saying that, that people were. I don't think you understand yeah. what it means. So as <laughs> yes. Dave throws in Mark's face, he's yeah. like, you know, you never, you've become a big shot. You never do anything for us. Yeah. Um... You know, you've never talked to Conan's bookers about me. He's like, I don't have, like, some kind of, like, magic connections. He's like, yes, you do. It's called being a friend. Yeah, well, it's called being a friend. I mean, I is, mean Mark, Mark, re- is the mark of that show really at a place where you could just... I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Is well, like, I feel then, like they, then who does he do it for? I feel like they jump him up in terms of, like, popularity every couple of episodes. Yeah. Like, he's talking about how... He's he he's been gotten number one podcast three years running. When in the pilot he says, "I'm going to do a podcast." Yeah. So uh, yeah. Also, I, I mean, I mean, we see at the end of the episode just like the simple matter of having someone on his podcast mm-hmm. will like probably double your like yeah that's... listenership and like people who know about you at least if they think you're funny yeah they think you're interesting they're, they're more likely to listen to you yeah and they tell <laughs> they tell mark you know stew open for the rat pack I know. and it was sammy who got him started on cocaine he's like oh man should i have him he, he should have wrote that in his email don't jinx yeah. him yeah yeah <laughs> Jinxed. Triple jinxed. jinxed. By the yeah. way, 165 people a day. 165 die. million die people no, die in Los no, Angeles? No, just 165 <laughs> people. Million people. No, not a million. Just Man. regular 165 And what is, the, what is the population of Los Angeles? Um, A number. 8 million, I think. That's a, that seems like a low amount. Yeah, that's like peanuts. Twelve that's small potatoes. <laughs> that's pe- we, some Eight million is listeners. Is a lot if you're more if you're listening think. to this, get get on it. Only 165 people die in a day. Yeah, it's three point eight three point eight five actually. It's and it said and it said oh, it said only and it said it said twenty two from cancer every oh. day. Yeah, forty two from coronary heart disease. That's the number one leading cause of death in in Los Angeles. While we're having a downer podcast, guys. Yeah, right. Let's get some stats in well, there. Well, I mean, it's just it's interesting to think about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that actually, I feel invincible. I'm going right? to speed home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. why not? Right. I really like those numbers. Like those are good odds. Those are great. Those odds. are great odds. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> That's less than one percent. Yeah. Yeah, one six five out like one percent is like three thousand eight hundred and fifty people. But yeah. that's every day, though. Yeah. So yeah. you have a, you or is it thirty eight thousand? Thirty eight thousand is one percent. Yeah. So it's not even a tenth of a percent. Yeah, guys, we are not as as unique. It's as we not thought even we were. a hundredth of a percent. <laughs> Matt wow. is doing. Matt is doing so much. You guys yes. can't see the, this, the, in the but it's, it's literally. It's, it's like the beautiful mind is happening right now in front of Matt. It's, it's just seeing all the numbers. So it's math. actually. It's just under 
like one half of a per- hundredth of a percent. So it's really it's like thousand five th- like. I'd yeah. love to see like the thousandth of a percent. Five thousandths of a percent. A five thousandth of a percent. Five thousandths of one percent. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> okay, okay. Steve um, Lemieux. On point Good with yo. the soundboard. Yeah. Uh, that was an excellent movie. Delmont, what do you uh, what do you think about death, Delmont? Oh, he's he's Delmont, he's, no. he's, he's lethargic. Oh, no. 911 times a thousand. Wow. Great movie. Great That's, movie. Yeah. Uh, all right. So they kind of break off. Andy's not really helpful in this uh, in this argument. Yeah. And uh, Mark uh, is walking at night. And then all of a sudden, a stranger calls out from a campfire. Hey there. Or from a trash fire. Yeah, trash fire. <laughs> trash fire. <laughs> come Very warm, different. Come warm your hands by, by this, this trash fire. By this here trash fire. Oh, I don't know just, why, why we're making him southern. Just diapers. Yeah, just we're just burning diapers, burning diapers, burning diapers. We're just burning. Now diapers. we don't know what we is. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's just kind of like, yeah, man. Uh, you know, Stu's dad. He's like, oh man, Stu was funny. He always made me laugh. And Mark's like, yeah, he was a funny guy. Uh, and he's like, you know, like, do you love what you do? Yeah, yeah. And, and this is basically this. I think is kind of the thesis statement. Maybe of the season or well, because of the episode. Because Mark, Mark was talking about how he doesn't have a wife and he doesn't yeah. have kids. And he feels like, I think he feels like society is pressuring him to have that by age 50. Right. And I think the argument that Isaac from The Love Boat is saying is, <laughs> is that is that basically Mark's version of wife and kids is his podcast and his stand-up. And mm-hmm. that and that he, he has something he loves. And mm-hmm. the fact that he has that doesn't mean he's alone it, it means that he has something and that maybe he doesn't have a wife and kids but he still has something that he can put that type of energy into very well said yeah 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 anyone else have anything to say jb also i'm writing a sketch I called mean, fart submarine uh-huh. <laughs> i saw the first draft it was yeah, wonderful yeah, yeah i mean it, the way it sort of ended was it was on a good note it sort of like wrapped it up like what is important um but, you know, still, like we were talking about a lot in this season, I wanted a little bit more from Mark and and his character. I wanted to see that escalation of his career. I mean, we yeah. got sort of a taste. It kind of just happened in the background. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Which I mean, they kind of how it happens in real life. It's fine. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I understand your point there because, like, it, but... I prefer this where it's far more about his existential crisis of like he is getting what he wants but he doesn't feel any different yeah, or maybe yeah. he's just fooling himself. Never want to be part of a club that would have him as a member. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Woody Allen. Groucho um, Marx. Woody Allen quoting Groucho Marx. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Right, I mean, I, I get the point where it's like, what is important, obviously, yeah. with with his friend dying, you know, writing a joke, it's sort of like, yeah. that isn't what's They never important. finished the joke. Exactly. Right? I know, that was... Exactly, yeah. I mean, even yeah. if he wrote, even if, it, if he wrote something that was great, it wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. And whereas his well, I friend think, I think with it's the pet store... I yeah. think it's it's not about finishing the joke. It's about the fact that he had that joke and that he was writing it. Excuse me for the burp. In general, like I think I think it's the act of writing the joke that means that Stu was still hungry, even though he was still in this 
like terrible place. It was in the middle of nowhere. He still had that hunger. Mm-hmm. And I think that Stu might have felt like, you know, maybe he did wish for a little bit more fame. He wanted Mark to help him out, but he's still out there. He still has that hunger. And, like, maybe that's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, like, man. Like maybe that's all that's all that needs to happen. We're gonna we're gonna end Ooh, this. That I mean, and, uh, black on black on. I mean, black on black. black, 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 black not enough. Not man. enough guys. That's, not enough guys. Yeah. And you yeah. you can get on Marin's podcast. Yeah, and Marin got yeah. his final nice. collection with some Sabbath. Yeah, get, get some Sabbath. Yeah, Stu was a Sabbath man. Great. Yeah. Uh, so Mark comes back to town. He goes to the pet store to pick up his food, and he's like, he asked the guy to do him a favor. Guys, Pete's still being salty towards him. Yeah, no, Pete was actually, I felt like, kind of nice. Well, he, he was. Hey, this it's took like, me. Hey, it's not you know. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a lot of calls, but then like Mark's like, I'm sorry if it was a problem. He's like, it wasn't a problem. Yeah. Um He's like, I, can you do me a favor? And he has him on the podcast, and the guy talks about how happy he is with his kids. Yeah. And his yeah. wife. And that, you know, this life, even though he wasn't successful at comedy, it is the fulfilling life that he deserves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a sense, he said that he he did finally find his audience. I mean, he was a little bit smaller. Because um, <laughs> it's a child. <laughs> wow. well, well, Steve and I were actually talking about this earlier today where it's like for comedians, it's an old man's game. Mm. Like if you think about all of your favorite comedians, they don't really hit it big until their mid-30s, 40s. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's really when you start kind of hitting your stride, and uh, and so like Mark's Mark's there, like all of these people are there, and it's so so it is kind of hmm. uh, being a comedian is kind of for being a sad old guy. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Men of a certain age. Men of yes. oh, what a great show! Great show. Really? Yeah, I really. Liked I didn't it. watch it. I'm not gonna. I enjoyed oh, it's it. A great it was really show. Well done. I think really well done. done. I think we show. should all start saying that because I. You know what? I don't I, think anyone watched it. You know who yeah. I loved on it? Raymond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. On that Tony note. Tony was on that, I On think. that note, uh, I mean, we don't know if the show is going to get another season. Um, it, I'd hope so. Was well, it? Me too. If only we had a laptop at the desk. Yeah, I don't think that it got renewed, or at least not yet. I don't figure out that I meant renewed. Yeah. Um, anything? Um, no. I don't think so. How's Sapphire doing? He's just looking up. Oh, how is Sapphire? Sapphire, Sapphire how are you doing, sweetheart? She she hasn't come out of the bus, guys. Uh, come Sapphire, out of the bus, come out of the Sapphire. bus, Sapphire. Sapphire. Oh, she's you're, shaking. You're done. You're done, Sapphire. The cameras no. are off. Yeah, Sapphire, put down the put down the <laughs> white bread. <laughs> Sapphire, she's eating a whole loaf of white bread. <laughs> put down, put down <laughs> Delmont. Put down Delmont. No, no, no. Delmont, no. Delmont, do not do that to her. No. Oh. oh. Delmont's in trouble. It's like we're ending this with some sort of hanger of clips. No! 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 From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, (laughs) Phil Sweet. That was a joke, guys. Uh, uh, let's let's do shoutouts. JB, oh, where can yeah. people find you? <laughs> you guys can find me at JB underscore Zimmerman. Uh, Steve, you guys can find me at Steve Kaufman K U F M A N N. I also host Suits here. All right, and Jesse. Yeah, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Jess Klein One. Uh, you can also find me on the Defiance podcast and uh, Halt and the Catch Fire. The Halt finale. and Catch Fire finale coming up this Tuesday. Yeah, and you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman M A T T L I E B E R M A N. You can also find all my videos for SourceFed and SourceFed Nerd on YouTube, and I'm on a bunch of shows here. I'm not going to list them all. Thank you guys for a great season. Good night. Thank you. 
from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.